this episode 12. We did it, everyone. We did it. We got the 12. And we got to get this thing cut and fucking uploaded by tomorrow. What are you going to do? I got to finish out this season. And then I'll uh, take a little break. And um, and then we'll uh, we'll start getting those guests on. Start getting some interviews and some cool topics and combos going. Switch gears. That's going to be fun. How about episode 11? Like the last one? I just want to put out a formal apology for that horrific audio experience that I had to sit through. Um, yeah, technical difficulties and that backup mic sucked. But even prior to that, it was just really fucking bad because it was being rushed like it is tonight. It's 2.07 a.m. and I'm going to try and get this thing done and cut by tomorrow. And that's what happened last week. And it was rushed and it came out like shit, kind of interfered. But hey, the story was still good enough to to get some value out of it. At least it was for me. I liked it. So, what's going on in the world? Politics. Fucking shit. You know, that fucking virus thing that's still going to be haunting us for the rest of this fucking year. Right into the elections. So, where were we? Let's get back to business. Back to the story goes. JB living the life. He's living like a king inside. He doesn't want to go anywhere. Isn't that funny, though? Like, I was fucking having the time of my life and just happy as a pig and shit to fucking just stay. <laughs> Keep fucking doing what I'm doing. I like that, man. I like the fact that no matter where you put me on God's green earth, I will fucking thrive, not survive. I will thrive. I will fucking rise. I will get to the top of wherever it is and if it's in a fucking hole in a ditch i will fucking make that ditch a fucking palace eight by fucking 10 cell with my bunk mate and top bunks two feet of space and one little locker to put your shit in that was i organized it and it was my place and my palace and i had my all my all the stuff i needed everything to make me comfortable you know, I was even able to fucking hustle a new mattress with a nice fluffy mat. Not, not one of those fucking plastic fucking shits they give you. I had a nice feathered fucking mattress and a feathered pillow. Big shit inside when you get one of those. And then, of course, like anything else, it comes to an end. And what happened was... Listen, the guards, they didn't give a fuck what we were doing because we weren't doing anything that was causing problems. We were we were sitting around a fucking ping pong table and fucking playing cards. And yeah, we were getting rowdy and loud during these, these sessions. And what was happening was that other uh, prisoners... They were getting fed up with us being so, like, disruptive in the sense that of the noise and what we, you know, the rowdiness that we were conducting during these, these, these casino nights after night after night. And some of these fucking snitches, and that's the definition of a snitch, you know, there's your fucking snitch. It's fucking people that will fucking 
go out of their way to fucking tattletale and tell on you know you and report you for nothing more than their own fucking satisfaction their own their own personal gain they have no compelling reason to to rat somebody out to snitch on somebody's business those are the fucking rats and snitches there's your definition can you believe that and it's fucking i mean listen it's a camp so there's gonna be some old timers in there and you know there's gonna be some little fucking cunts i mean some of these guys would they would snitch they were like on the payroll they were on the payroll of the system to fucking gather evidence and not evidence but just gather stupid shit like fucking just report on who's doing what and where and when and they would they would write these fucking they would have their their little reporting fucking secret report but everybody knew who they were it was like they would get extra phone time that was part of their reward they would get extra phone time and maybe uh extra fucking visitation um privileges and maybe some extra commissary like real fucking real fucking petty shit yeah so they they didn't bother us for a long time they left us alone because we, we listen we weren't doing anything like harmful in a sense and they didn't care like they saw us doing our thing and it was fine and we they we were fucking playing all night fucking long and then they left us alone they were cool we were cool with them and uh the guards and and then fucking you know enough of these guys whatever whoever was reporting us and reporting us like they're you know they're playing they're playing poker and they're gambling and we're trying to watch tv and blah fucking blah 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 went on and on so then this fucking one day the one night where fucking i'm literally like on a fucking heater my game is just getting better every day i'm just experimenting trying new strategies and just you know really taking the theory and logic to another level even though it was still not even still fucking nothing compared to where it went after that but at this point nobody was progressing like i was and i was even at a point where benny wasn't even a match for me anymore like he was you know the other great player that like we would battle and it would it would we would go back and forth and you know we we would go after each other and he got me and i, I would get him but like now it was like even Benny was like unable to fucking fuck with me now. Like he, we went out of the heads up many times at this after this, and it was just like slaughterhouse on that end. So I really had the confidence and the game, and so now we're, I'm having the absolute best fucking session of of my life this this night. I'm already up like fucking like a lot, like like more than I've ever been up and fucking stack fucking it's like a record night for me i'm just demolishing the table and next you know the fucking the guards come in and we get fucking raided and it's a raid basically the guards come in and you know they don't come in like you know hard they just come in and it's like all right guys the, the party's over let's go up against the wall everybody's fucking this everybody's that and basically it's kind of like getting fucking busted all over again it's like getting arrested it's like it was like you know like when they raided my fucking house it, that's how it felt uh, taken to the hole you get stripped of all your fucking belongings and your privileges and you're in the fucking hole again and you're processed and it's like getting fucking arrested it's like you feel like wow just i'm arrested all over again and not a good feeling 
and you know we sat in the fucking hole for like a month and that sucked because i hadn't been there since atlanta and here i was fucking back in this and i had like a fucking had the worst of the worst fucking uh bunk mates that i could ask for me is this guy that we just did not get along and um we just had to suck it up and fucking just tolerate each other so it was real like just like cold fucking just cordial fucking behavior and that was it and then freaking the game was over and and that's when it was like yeah now i'm ready to go <laughs> now i'm ready to get the fuck out of here because this sucks like we finally get out and once you get out it's like all your shit that you had is like gone like you, got, you basically got to start all over again you, you, all your your stuff your privileges you get you get moved down into the freaking shit fucking section again and they move you out of your the cell you were at that was like the good one and you're you're now you're in a fucking three-man cell that's supposed to be designed for two so you're crammed again and you know all that shit and yeah it's just back to fucking bullshit land and now there's no game and like what am i doing now i'm like sitting there like fuck like the casino is gone and what do i do i'm just fucking depressing i mean talk about like fuck there's no game and what do i do now back to chess of course it's just depressing i was really putting that effort into to get better because i had every intention of taking this um and, and taking as far as i can go once i was released so it was in my head i'm preparing for to play outside and I don't know how my game matches up against other competition outside. Like everybody that came into that facility got schooled, but who were they? They weren't fucking players. So I always felt like, yeah, this is basically I'm I'm the king of of the 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 fucking the, the scrubs. That's what I mean. That's the way I saw it. I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm I'm the king of the scrubs, but like, how do I match up against the fucking the real players? And I was couldn't wait to test that but i wanted to make sure i was fucking ready so like obviously staying on top of the the, the trends and and reading all the, the publications so i knew how what games how the games were being played out there and i was i was definitely uh, uh better than i thought in a sense like i mean i knew i was good but i was like how good am i now it's like fuck now i'm gonna regress and i can't practice i can't play i'm gonna get rusty so it was frustrating and then you just kind of just exist, do your thing, and try to just put it out of your mind. And it kind of went like that for like the next, I don't know, maybe like eight or nine months. And then all of a sudden, like one day, they just tell me, they call me into the office counseling, and they tell me that I'm scheduled to be released in 30 days. I was like, holy shit, boom, bang, here we are. Start getting ready to leave. And that was a great fucking feeling man like that was like wow like it's here 30 days in 30 days it was like boom i could fucking that would fly like like if that's like split second it's not like saying oh you got two more years to go five more years to go and you know you could do it and it's like you're out of here in 30 days just start preparing myself and i'm going back to new york you know you think everything's going to be you know amazing now but it's a whole nother it's a whole nother phase and it's another phase that was a lot more difficult and trying than I thought it was going to be. And and I and I was I only did 3 years. Can you imagine like guys that do like 10, 15, 20 years and now they got to get released into the society that is like 
completely nothing like it was when they went in. Like they went in and the cars and the technology and this was like this. And now they come out and the world is fucking flying. Like shit is moving fast. And how do you adjust and keep up? It's frightening. There's guys that are scared shitless to fucking go out into that world once they're kept in a cage like a pet and like a institutionalized uh, for so long where that's all they know and it's safe they get their food they get their shelter they have their electricity their clothes they have their their life their their routine their you know they have everything that they're accustomed to and now they have to go out there and and acclimate and in, integrate into this society where it's frightening like now you're an ex-con and you get a job and you got bills and you have all this stuff that now and things are moving fast and can you like what skill you know what can you do like like i said those other guys that put their freaking time in wisely they were fucking ready like those stock guys and those finance guys and the guys that educated themselves while they were inside they were already freaking setting themselves up for, for for positions for things like and they they were qualified so that is a different story like they're ready to attack it and there's a lot of people that just, you know, that they weren't. So, I mean, I was friggin' feeling that. And it was only three years, you know, because like I've, prior to that, what was I doing? I was, you know, running my own drug corporation and calling my own shots. And so we're talking about like, let's call it 10 years where like I didn't have to friggin' answer to somebody. When I get released, I had to spend, they, they send you to a uh, halfway house. You're out of jail, but you're still under strict rules confinement. You're in a facility where, like, you don't come and go as you please. There's, there's rules, and, and you have to. It's basically it's jail in a fucking and that's not in a fucking prison. And I'll tell you this much: it fucking sucked. Like, it was worse. The halfway house, it was a mind fuck. And yet, you would think, like, oh, how could it be that to that extent? Well, let's talk about it. First of all, like I have to travel across the country to get there. I'm in California. I got to get to New York. Um, they actually, how did I work this out? But how did this happen? <laughs> I was already fucking on the hustle. They asked me, okay, so how do you how are you gonna get to, to New York? You know, take a bus. You could take um, a flight. Will your family fly you in? And then. How I set it up was uh, I said, no, I'll take the bus. And so they give you like a week to get take the bus back to fucking New York. And listen, you're on your own. Like You have to report. If you don't report, then you're fucking violate and you're back in. And why wouldn't you? Like you're already there. Like they expect, I mean, you're going to report because you, you're, you're on, done. Like you did your time. You're going to be fucking doing whatever it takes to finish the job. So they're like, all right, get on the fucking bus. And you get a week, and then you report to the halfway house in Brooklyn. Like, fucking, this fucking hardcore section of Brooklyn. So I, I said, yeah, I'm going to take the bus. But then I fucking work it out where I'm going to take a flight. And now I can take a flight to New York and still have, like, a week to fucking chill while I am still have to report to the halfway house. So I'm already breaking the fucking rules because I just can't follow them. I just can't follow rules. And that's fine. So we work it out. My friend picks me up. Uh, we go out for steak dinner and fucking wine. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like I'm eating a steak and yeah, like it's just nothing like I'm drinking. I didn't have any alcohol inside. I mean, you could get it, but I just 
chose i was completely clean on anything like so i'm a glass of wine was like oh my god everything just had this taste to it and i'm sitting there and there's a fucking hot waitress and it's just like she's on her iphone and the iphone just came out it was uh, it was 2009 iphone had just come out that year and she's and i'm looking at her and she's like pulling it out and using her finger to fucking swipe and i had never seen none of that shit except for the commercial and i was just like wow look at that thing it's amazing was the iphone 4 i guess or maybe the one i don't know i don't remember it was just, if you looked at it now it looks like a fucking dinosaur um so she you know had that and so then i get on the plane and i fucking fly back to new york and now you know my family and my, my sisters and i'm scared i'm basically going to be staying at my sisters during this whole time and i have a five-year probation so i'm like i have five years of being on pro- probation is the same as parole uh, in the federal so i have to report to a probation officer. I've got to follow all the rules. They check up on me. I've got to get the job. They check this. They do the drug test. It's like you, you're, you're not free yet. Like I got five years of like uh, having a leash around me, and that's where eighty statistically eighty five percent of convicted felons will rescind. Will um, go back to prison. Eighty five percent. So I'm up against the odds here, but. I'm not concerned about that because it's just I'm not worried about that. I'm not, there's nothing I have all the pieces in place to fucking not worry about that except for you know stupid shit. And I'm capable of that. I'm capable of doing like you know the the dumb shit in the sense of like just not following their their protocol. I'm not gonna be fucking selling doing any drugs. I'm not gonna be you know committing any crimes but i'll probably fucking not follow their rules and then that could fuck me we'll see and uh so i get to new york and uh, you know i got my family i spent some time some my friends and you know we did it we got through it and now i just got to go bang out these next four months uh at this halfway house and then we're we're golden and I'm man, I get you know i get to the fucking halfway house and you just you show up with basically nothing and it's fucking hell all over again like you are packed jammed it's in this fucking like apartment building in brooklyn and it's just fucking way overcrowded they're stuffing fucking like i don't know six fucking guys in a fucking room now everybody's fucking feeling it the agroness like you can't go anywhere you are in your room all day all night unless you are getting a job so immediately the only way to get out of this facility is to fucking start looking for a job and you've got how it works is you schedule yourself to to go out in the day and go look for a job so what you have to do is you'll you'll have like six hours they'll give you they'll give you from like nine to three um nine to three eight to two whatever it is and you've got to come back with proof that you were looking for a job you've got to come back with the applications you got to come back with whatever it is uh, uh, managers and stuff that that showed that you actually were at these facilities looking for a job you know the plan is just to get out and start earning and you know mo- a lot of these fucking guys were just like immediately right back in the hustle doing whatever fucking shenanigans they were up to and then they were going right back they fucking got a taste of freedom they were out there they got a taste they you know they're getting the job and now they're what they're really doing is hustling and fucking writing the game it was like jesus christ you see guys fucking just 
getting plucked out they're fucking smuggling in fucking booze they're smuggling in you know whatever they get busted they're out they're back violations and they, they go from the halfway house right back inside and you'd see that shit and then you just see guys that were old that, that were fucking um long timers that just didn't have the capacity to adjust and man i i'll tell you something when i was in this fucking facility man like it's it's bro it's packed it's fucking oh man it's just rough like it is just a fucking uncomfortable fucking congested like just overbearing existence like there's no there's no room to maneuver you're just on top of each other and then like they had like a little bit of a, like a concrete area where you, like a, you can go and sit and watch tv and that was like a little kitchen room was packed and like you know i'm dealing with just fucking animals and and this one fucking situation where like i reach over this fucking uh this 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 og's fucking plate and to go grab something and i reach over like just reach over his plate to grab something and he just was fucking like like you how fucking dare you fucking like put your fucking arm over my fucking plate of food where like your fucking hair and your sweat and your fucking anything that exists on you could fall into my food and he just wanted to fucking like lose his fucking mind and this dude was a fucking og like old fucking g old time fucking like just hard ass motherfucker that lived by the code and like something like that and you know inside the facility was like you know the max fucking you know where the fucking hard fucking time is considered like immediate grounds for fucking enforcement like you just don't do that shit and i realized it afterwards i was like fuck in shit like damn how the fuck did i do that and he just wasn't gonna let it go like it was like fucking i was like listen i'm fucking sorry and what do you want to do like do you really want to fucking take this to to another level like do you do you really want to do this like fucking how far you want to go with this like we're here it fucking happened let's fucking move on like like let's fucking move on like whatever you know how far do you want to take it man and it was like he just was just like fucking seething took everything he had to fucking contain himself i'm like fuck it man like what else do you want to do like this is this you know what do you want me to do and i'm like you know this fucking guy he's taking it way too fucking far and and it was like yeah i know i fucking shouldn't have done that in a sense i shouldn't have reached over his plate and i you know recognized it but what do you want to do so then i'm like it was like it was in my head now i'm like this fucking guy like i gotta fucking deal with him and his fucking his, his looks and his fucking like he wants to look at me like fucking like he, like he's got it in um fuck that now i start fucking thinking fuck him man i'm gonna fucking i'll deal with him first and i start fucking think you know strategizing how i'm gonna fucking take him out and i'm like whoa 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 what am i doing stop stop like no like no stop don't fucking entertain these ideas um you know i'm like fuck damn what am i fuck this i'm not fucking 
gonna fucking like let him fucking get to me and then i'm like wait like, what is he thinking like is this fucking guy really want to fucking like turn it into that i don't know but like you could just feel like, like if i walked into the room i'm immediately scanning the area for where this fucking guy is like at all times i want to know exactly where the fuck he is and I could feel his fucking, like, his, his like, eyes on me or his energy on me. And I'm just like, all right, let's just fucking, and I'm just thinking, if I just get a fucking, you know, get a fucking lock and I just fucking, just fucking smash his skull open, it's, you know, that's the end of his fucking uh, story. And no, then I go back and I'm fucking, now I'm up fucking really fucked. So, of course, I'm going to rationalize through that. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm this far. Just suck it up and just avoid this fucking. And there's this one fucking time we were, uh, like, I guess, I don't remember, but we were coming, I guess we were, we were online to report something. Like, like we're standing, so, you know, you're standing online, waiting to fucking see the counselor or waiting to see something about something. Maybe you got to fucking hand in some paperwork or you got to sign something. And so we're standing online and he's right fucking behind me. And I fucking feel him fucking like just breathing. Like he's like right up on me. And like, he's like, he's trying to fucking like, get to me and like he he's he's trying like he's he's right up on me and he he's just you know he's breathing he's i think he's chomping on some gum like fucking like like right fucking behind me and i'm just like man what do i fucking do about this like do i take it tolerate it allow it do i fucking i mean like oh Man, I'm just like, I want to fucking turn around. And um, I just fucking stayed forward. And because uh, I wasn't going to win this fucking battle. Like, what was I going to win? Nothing. There was no win. There was nothing to win. Like, what am I going to do? Win? Fucking go at it? Where is it go? Like, it's like, fuck, there's... there's the only thing to do at that point is just fucking whatever it takes to to maintain your sense of of like manner dignity in a sense like you, you know you're gonna go one inch across a certain line and then it's, there's just no choice and of course you know that always has to be the case it's like you know the anxiety and the you know, the tension that builds up when you're in that place. Like it's a, there was a few fucking altercations. Like yeah, I mean like even in my fucking in my room, like fucking, I had there were guys going at it, like fucking slugging, fucking fucking each other up, going at it, and then just fucking tiring themselves out, and then fucking exhausted, going to their fucking separate corners, and fucking and that's it. And then you know you get up the next day, and it's like you're still living together. And uh, you just kind of just don't say anything to each other. And yeah, there was a few of those. Like I had a, like there was more than enough fucking issues and problems that dealt in those four months than I probably had in the entire time I was away. Like it was fucking hard, man. Hard, hard, hard to, to get through. Thank you for tuning in to the Fail Academy podcast. 